0: This episode is brought to you by Tables Up Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tablesupdominion.com and use the code BILLOW to enjoy 10% off your order? Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Hope you're well. We've had some lovely reviews and ratings recently. Thanks very much, readers, if you've been leaving those for us. A quick little bit about how to get in touch with us. We are now on Threads, yet another social media platform to go along with. Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr. And a reminder that if you email us a single expletive, just pick a single rude word that pops into your mind, to hello at billowinghilltop.com we will read it out at the beginning of one of our sessions. That is how desperate we are for reader interaction. That's all the formalities out of the way. I've got no other news or information so let us push on with episode 152 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Occult Phenomenon Research Club. Good evening everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, good evening. Hello. Hello. I am here with my favourite player, Dan. <laughs> Everybody's favourite player, I Everybody's favourite player. Paul is on charge. Still, don't need him. Scaly's floating in a tank of liquid. It's not real. It's not, you know, it's not actually doing anything. It's just washing up liquid, but I had to tell him something. <laughs> We've got Lucas, a Master of Spider Science, Dr. Eusebio Spider Lucas. Uh, we are all kneeling around. Uh, Graham, the giant 300 metre cowled hologram. <laughs> the Hark figure of Graham reaching out across the galaxy. <laughs> And where we left things... What about me and my high chair? And uh, easing himself into his still as yet uncleaned, specially adapted high chair. It's the corpulent form of Johnny, who still hasn't discovered that horizontal stripes are not, I repeat, not (laughs) slimming. (laughs) How is everybody? Yeah, good. Number one in Belgium, guys. That's what we are. We are number one in Belgium. Good Belgium. Is that? No, no. Number one in Belgium, uh, Apple. Apple? Kidding. I, I don't know quite how that's happened. It's obviously some kind of, it's some kind of mistake. Administrative right? error. But two weeks in a row, number one game podcast in Belgium. Hey, really? wow. Hello, Belgium. I don't know what hello, Belgium is in Belgique or French. Flemish. Sava a Belgique? What be else can well. I... Uh, we've had an email. Well, we didn't have an email. We've had a message. A message from Reader Nick. Evening, he said, my twins... We're 11 years old. Are playing through the Age of Worms, and they're playing the Age of Worms like we're doing the Age of Worms. So they're basically adapting the original adventure to match the stuff that we do in our campaign, which is, you know, I feel slightly so responsible. <laughs> but anyway, there we go. Lots to answer for. They wanted yeah. me to tell you about their recent battle inspired by the Octo Bomb. You, <laughs> you remember Octobomb. the Octo Bomb? The Octo Bomb. Uh. They played the first battle of the Champion's Belt against the Slard. This is how I know that they're running the version that we've been doing rather than the version from the book, because the Slard aren't in the book. Mm. They they polymorphed the blue Slard into a slug, tied it to an arrow, and shot it straight up at maximum range, (laughs) falling to deal 20d6 damage. I overlooked the 40-foot height limit on the basis it was involuntary. It didn't kill it, but knocked the crap out of it. They were loving it. How about that? Mm. There you go. Good tactic. Uh, Nick, thank you for telling us about that and we're glad Excellent. that you're enjoying well i hope you're enjoying it maybe he's hating every moment of it and just thought he ought to tell us something but he's not blame us for it so huh? there we are picking up the octobomb strategy and applying it elsewhere i thought it's rather cool yeah actually talking right. of
1: spider science <laughs> i was reading yes. the other day about there was this apparently there was a huge scandal in spider science the about <laughs> a couple of years ago because so I say, maybe, apparently
0: i presume well, that you okay. were right at the heart of it yeah. Yeah. no <laughs> denying all knowledge. no
1: thank god thank god i was not because it was an absolute shit show basically it turned out there was the three researchers on a paper and somebody contacted one of the researchers and sort of said oh there's something really odd with your data here and basically she looked into it and the data had all come from one of the other researchers and the long and short of it this researcher who is now a professor of biology at some university and had at least three or four phd students under him over at least 10 years and he'd been making up his data for 10 years. And so all of the people who basically all did their PhDs, collaborated with him, they, oh, you know, effectively no. they had to retract hundreds of papers because they just made some stuff up.
2: <laughs> well, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Just worked out the averages he
1: needed and then typed in some numbers, either side of the averages and all that kind of stuff.
0: Crazy. This is the content that our readers like. <laughs> really crazy. And this also just, you know, you think we've been joking, everybody, about <laughs> Lucas? <laughs> we haven't. It's from the, the horse's spider science. Well, spider's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: right. It is quite fascinating yeah. the depth of Lucas's spider knowledge.
2: It's quite scary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where we left things, mm-hmm. Burple, yes, and Parker, Hackett and Sessions have teleported from Marcus's lakebed lair into the base of operations of an organization called the Red Blades in Frosting. Mm -hmm. When they got there, Buggy was meant to come with them. Buggy didn't arrive. The last thing you remember hearing after Marcus said, send them through, was him saying, that's not right, something like that. (laughs) that And Buggy has not arrived with you. So you don't know what's going on there, but there's no Buggy. You've turned up in a kind of workroom with some not particularly interesting material in it like there was some stuff on a desk you got the sense from reading some of the papers that mahudrill runs this organization with a bit of a rod of iron and you get the distinct sense from going through some papers that there's been some internal disciplinary issues that would make sense because Bondi when you were back at Marcus's lair explained that she had basically spread some money around in order to what's the word turn a disaffected employee and it's from that disaffected employee that she got the object that you've used to teleport in here And Mm -hmm. she found a kind of magic command Mm -hmm. word, keyword, or something, you believe, written on a piece of paper in draconic. We'll come to that maybe later. You've had a bit of an explore around this room. You've opened up a couple of antechambers. You've discovered a very exciting chamber pot. And finally, it settled on a door that Parker had a look through the keyhole. Through the keyhole. That looks like it leads out into a landing and maybe further into this area. But you've struggled with the lock on the door. But you've struggled more as Burple opened it. Um, Burple... You rolled a one, if you yes. remember. On your stealth check. Yes. And kind of clattering, echoed up and down the stairwell. Well, that's where we pick things up. Sigh. Are you a halfling? Hello. You've opened up, effectively, a stairwell and landing. To your left, Purple. Yep. Up or down the stairs?
1: And there's a door on the opposite the stairs side. Go
0: da- right? The stairs go down, so I'm just going to put purple where he needs to be do. and Parker where he needs to be to your left and they work their way down into a relatively cavernous stairwell and now that this door is open there's been no reaction
1: by that's though, where we've heard the voices right down the bottom yeah the you,
0: well not for so much voices it's the sound well, the, of footsteps. yeah the sound I mean, no of people sound doing things maybe there's two or three people somewhere down that stairwell occasionally moving about we're not talking about the hustle mm. and bustle of a busy place there's a carpet on the landing on your right there are a couple of fixtures like shelf fixtures with candelabra on them some kind of little devotional altar and a little crest, three dimensional like a motif with two crossed red scimitars. On the other side of the hallway, there is another door leading further to the west.
3: Go okay. and listen at that door. Still got my C invisibility running. There's nothing invisible or illusionary or anything clever. Okay, go over to the other
0: door and try and open that one quietly. That door is locked. Right. You can turn the handle, the turny latch handle. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. And you can kind of exert a little pressure, ding, 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 uh, ding, either ding. pulling or I'm pushing, and <laughs> you can't move it. Try and pick oh. the lock. Has anybody got thieves tools? I do.
1: You remember I?
0: Okay, Parker, you're out in the ho- you're out in the landing as well. Sessions hanging yes. back in the original room. What's the check? I have absolutely, every time this comes <laughs> up, I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea.
3: No idea. idea. I'm not Alessandra. Slight of hand, isn't it? Sleight I think it's of hand?
0: Yeah? I'm just okay. going to type in open locks 5e. Google it, man. Yeah, yeah, Google it. You've got thieves' tools, you're, are you, and you're proficient with them, are you?
1: Yes. Well, I don't know. How do I become proficient with them?
0: Well, your class would give you proficiency with thieves' tools no
1: I don't have to use them. no no I'm not I'm not but the point was if oh, so you don't we... get to
0: add your proficiency bonus no. so you're making right. a dexterity check right yeah you can't even try it without the thieves tools With yeah thieves that was tools, the that tools, was the, the reason
1: because we discovered at one stage that that's right yeah, yeah here we go oh, uh, God,
0: four man. is not enough mm. so you're trying to tip a tumbler yeah. or whatever how
1: often how many tries you can have another go can I try
2: yeah. Anybody toys. else can make a dexterity. It's a yeah. straight dexterity check. Yeah. Not dexterity, sleight of hand. It's just a straight dexterity check.
3: I'll have a go. Getting a massive seven.
2: Well,
0: I'll have a go, too. Kay. Okay. Sessions, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> give it here. Give it here. Okay. Yeah. You've done it, Sessions. You feel the tumblers of the lock. Ooh. Respond to your expert yeah, tender touch. And <laughs> you think it opens away from you. Shall we uh, push it open then? Yeah. Who wants to push it open and who's standing where? Let's get this. Parker wants to push it open. Well, aren't we invisible? Yeah. D- yeah. Did we yeah. listen at the door? But, I mean, the door opening is going to be obvious. Mm-hmm. I don't think we
1: actually listened at the door. No. We'll have a listen
0: <laughs> as well. I mean, I you're not talking amongst yourselves. You're just sort of, and you can't see each other, so you can't sign. I'm not going to get into I have <laughs> a message spell. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I'm sure you can whisper. You can't hear anything, Parker. Maybe the gentle ticking of a carriage clock or something. Yeah, okay. Open the door. You can
2: always nip back into the store and grab some of the paper, write notes and drop Uh, them. Good point. (laughs) And then pick them up.
0: Very Invisible Man stuff. Invisible Man stuff. It's the new range available in boots. (laughs) (laughs) So, you're opening the door, Parker. Yes. Do you want to make a stealth check? Yeah, go on. Okay. Not award-winning. No. You maybe rattle the lock a bit as you open it, but there's no hmm. response. You can step in or look into this chamber. L- yeah, in. look in. La, 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 la. Look Sly. in. It's a bedroom. It's a bedroom. There is a vanity stand or nightstand on your right with a little mirror. Opposite you, you can see a window with the curtains are drawn. There is a framed four-poster kind of bed thing, box bed, not very big. Looks like it's well, it'd be cozy, certainly for you, Parker. That's what you can kind of see with the door really interposed between you and the rest of the chamber. Are you stepping in and having a look around? Yes. To your left, you can see a couple of chests of drawers, or a chest of drawers and a wardrobe. And then on the far side of the room is an ornately framed, sizable, full-length mirror. that's sort of standing next to a little mm. night table that sits by the bed. Mirror of that's what you shopping. can see. Go and look in it. Or opposition, mirror of opposition, one of the, yeah. Well, so Parker... I'm just going to be very, very careful about what we're doing because I want to know where people are. So, Parker is standing on the threshold of the room. The others' sessions can see a little bit past him, but we'll probably see some of the stuff in the northern part of the room. Burple standing out on the carpet in the middle. Burple can't see anything, not really. Maybe the corner. Who wants to do what? I want to rock D6. Okay.
3: Go detect magic, but I don't want to because we're invisible. There's an area missing. Where's yeah, the entrance to that?
0: Hmm. Mm.
2: Now the door's open. Can we hear anything from that room? No. Maybe you well, heard the sound of a clock ticking. Mhm.
0: Well, Parker, you're the, you know,
3: the one that should be exploring first, <laughs> the, I think. The, I'm the what? <laughs> well, you're the, the most resilient and the other and
1: the, the, the two one of that us bumbles into everything cars. and triggers all the traps, you
0: mean. Yeah. Yes. I'm making an assumption that Parker is doing the looking, the opening, and is yeah. whispering a sort of summary of what he's seeing to the two of you so you're sort of making your judgments second hand Parker the door opens to your left and into the room yeah. so without stepping right round and stepping into the room really or leaning down so that you're looking around the side of the door okay, you can't I've really good. take in the whole room I'm going to
1: have a look round the sort of the door arch to see if there's any kind of sort of traps or
0: nothing obvious yeah. do you want to make an investigation check or yes, a, yeah do. make an investigation check if you're going to have a kind of minute search yeah can I have a go Looks perfectly fine so, to me. Um, really good. I'm gonna sure, have go Burple, good. Sure, step, Burple, you're stepping mm. up to the doorway, Yep. Uh, 27. 27 investigation. Okay, you can't see it. If you're standing in the doorway, the threshold, mm-hmm. uh, Burple, and having a look at the door frame, you see no signs of any kind of stuff. But you can see a bit of the room. Yeah. If you're standing there. Yeah. Something that you can see, Burple, that Parker could see, oh. is that surrounding, tracing the outline of the mirror on the far side of the room is a faint blue radiance.
3: Oh. I will um, message the other two to that effect. Make them aware. And I will have a look. What's this to the south then? I will have a look around
0: the door. There's a couple of doors to the south next oh. to each other mm. in the centre of the south wall of this, obviously, a bedroom. It's like quite a high-status bedroom. Yeah. It's quite richly appointed.
1: Maybe we might want to do a silence spell or something before we trigger something. Go on then. Well, it's one of you two. Well, I haven't got
2: silence. Nor have I, because I swapped it out for Uh, Remove Curse, thinking we might need to... Oh, no, I still have it. It doesn't move, though, does it? It doesn't move, yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, We could sort of... The the question is, do we burn loads of spells trying to move around here silently and not triggering stuff? Mm. I mean, that blue thing normally implies that it's a portal, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 And the doors to the south might reveal something, but I don't know.
2: I mean, the mirror is a portal or a mirror of opposition, I would have thought, but...
3: Yeah, but a mirror of opposition, would it... Would why would it you radiate... have it next to your bed? Yes, and, why, <laughs> and would it radiate this blue aura?
2: I don't know. Yeah, probably not.
3: Mm. I think that mirror looks quite promising. So they probably got this stuff, these vials, from somewhere, and possibly through the mirror. Maybe.
2: Could set fire to the building and see where, while we're invisible, see where people come to rescue stuff.
3: Yes... They might be a bit late. Mm. So the stairs just go down. So we've got kind of three things to investigate, haven't we? Stairs, the mirror, and the doors. I have a clairvoyance spell. I could do a clairvoyance on the other side of those doors, but if it's dark in there, that's not really going to do anything. I don't just want to burn spells for the sake of burning spells.
2: No, especially as so we don't have... Um, we only have two long rests, don't we, before you guys become scaly.
3: Well, I don't know about that. I think. I think... My assumption mm-hmm. is that every day we're making a save that could could be bad, mm-hmm. and maybe those saves get worse as you go along, or maybe they get more frequent or something like that, I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm okay. going to step into the room, I see invisibility is not picking anything up, I'm assuming. What does it pick up? Does it pick
0: up just invisible things and illusions?
3: I will read it to you.
0: Sorry, I know you... For I know, the duration, can do you see invisible
3: really creatures and objects as if they were visible. You can see into the ethereal mm. plane, ethereal creatures mm-hmm. and objects appear ghostly and translucent.
0: Okay, nothing. Okay.
3: Tell me about this mirror then. So it's radiating a general blue aura,
0: or is the glass... You can see so a it's... tracery around the edge of the mirror. Okay. Very like, in fact, exactly like the blue radiance that has picked out a couple of little portals and doors in your experience when you return to the Whispering Cairn Mm -hmm. a week ago something like that that generally lead to another plane don't they or another you seem to have an ability you don't know quite where you have picked it up from Mm. to pick out these little jump gates portals whatever you don't know if there's any kind of pattern or you know system because it's it's all so new but what you do know is that Parker can't see anything okay what do you want to do now well Parker's
3: going to go and have a look at the doors To the south of that room. Yeah. Off you go.
1: Taking care not to look into the mirror.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Well, the doors, they're not, like, super secure or anything. Both with turny latch handles. What do you want to do? Listen at them both? Yes. Give me a roll. Or two rolls, in fact. Which is basically lunch. Uh, Yep. (laughs)
1: Very
3: good. Yes, very good lunch.
0: Lunch, yes. The lunch joke. Lunch. (laughs) I see Lunch. That's very witty. A 7 and Eleven. Well, <laughs> there you, you go. <laughs> lunch at the 7 <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, there you go. So you've got two rolls from 7 and Eleven. God, do you remember those awful 7 Eleven microwavable hamburgers? Dear me. <laughs> oh, Some late yeah. nights of. Anyway, no sound from behind either door, Parker. 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 Are they locked? Are you going to try them? Left or right? Left. Which door do you choose? Not locked. Open it. Yeah. Store room. You found a store room. Thanks for playing!
2: What's the. Is there a ta- dressing table at the top of the room? Yes, vanity stand. Have a search around that. There's, you know, I don't know what's on dressing tables.
0: There's a hairbrush. hmm. Some makeup. There's quite a bit of jewellery. It's mm. quite. Ooh, Sessions, give me an intelligence check. Let's see what you get. Okay, now there's some jewellery.
2: There
0: might be something passably familiar about that jewellery and you can't place it. Okay. Parker, store them. More jars, more bits and bobs. Search it. I would say kind of more domestic in nature and less office or work-based in nature. Oh, we'll search it anyway, surely. Why not? Nah, nothing of any interest.
1: Okay, and then open the right door.
0: Opening door number door two. Door number two. Parker, you've won a privy. Hey, With a little washstand. Awesome. Lovely. Do you want to try drinking from it, see if it cures you? That might be the answer. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try eating the Carpet
2: that might be the answer. Maybe someone else wants to have a look at this jewelry, see if they um, yeah, I'll
0: registers.
3: have a look at the jewelry.
0: What was it? No, purple, just jewelry uh, sessions. There's something weirdly familiar about that jewelry, but not for you, purple. Right now, what mm. would you like to do? Okay, I'm going out to the mirror. Okay, it's standing there being reflective. Your <laughs> reflection stares back at you. Weird, white eyed reflection. Touch it, it's a mirror. Touch. Well, I mean.
2: What Touched about the, the magic words that we were given in Draconic?
3: A piece of paper? Yeah, say the magic word. Abracadabra. Fazul
0: habadaba. That's so much better. better. Azul habadaba. <laughs> <laughs> Graham is having a minor stroke there. And we just misinterpreted <laughs> <laughs> it. But let's take that as the word anyway. Uh, habadaba. You might detect a sort of resonance as you say the word purple in the blue light, mm-hmm. but the mirror seems to be the same. Damn it. Touch it. Touch it and say the word different this time as you reach out and touch the surface it's like it ripples ripples. yeah ripples your finger kind of goes in feels cold and weird where your fingertips break the surface the plane of the mirror that blue radiance surrounds the tips of your fingers I shall step through okay step through Parker Sessions what do you want to do? do you want Uh, to step um, through after Burple? close the door before you do do you want to split the party up into three sections four sections (sighs) Well, I might as sort well of step through. Fuck Leave it. the building. All right. I follow him. Further <laughs> place Christ. down. Why not? Smash the, Throw mirror. the mirror out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bury it. Parker, Sessions, you jumping through? Yeah. yeah why not? It's like Stargate. Yeah. Been buried for yeah. centuries. That's it. You step in, it feels suddenly cold. And then there's a kind of weird, kind of moment of transition. Are you traveling? Are you leaping, jumping? Are you whirling down through the vortices of Time. <laughs> could last forever, could last only for an instant. You end up somewhere else. Let me put you on a new map. Just going to make sure that my new map is right. Because if the new map is wrong, then we're all fucked. Okay. You appear in a weird chamber. You step through one, two, three, and assemble. Avengers assemble in what looks like a kind of, I don't know, like a laboratory or a sort of research room. A mirror standing behind you exactly resembles the mirror that you stepped through before. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of weird stuff scattered about the floor. You can hear a deeply unsettling series of screams issuing from your south. You can see that this room is kind of divided up. It's weirdly mirroring where you just were, but it's all odd. First of all, there's a strange tang of ozone and a kind of acrid, acidic smell in the air that more than passingly resembles the smell in ilfane's cave where you drank those potions in the first place it's kind of the same there's shelves with uh, bottles and books there are papers strewn around a desk it's state of chaos unlike where you just were in the red blades headquarters which looked like in a state of order this looks like stuff is just discarded and thrown aside there's a nasty smell in here as well like a pigsty smell the screams that you can hear they seem to be coming from your south there's a door to your south there's a mixture of sort of unearthly eldritch whales not as in the uh, mammals and actual genuinely terrified <laughs> cries of agony and anguish like the sounds of a of a torture chamber in, nice. in action there's a weird sort of keening sound like a high-pitched something that's putting your teeth on edge what do you want to do there's a door to the south. But there's a door to the south. Okay,
3: do we need this invisibility or should I do a clairvoyance through that door?
0: There's a stove, by the
3: way,
2: on the um, eastern wall. Or well, do we want to collect any of these papers and things? Might be worth just grabbing. There's
0: papers, there's a there's a weird sort of object in the northeastern corner of this chamber that looks like a sort of still. It's not actually bubbling, but you can feel the heat coming off its sessions. There is a condenser pipe coming out of it. That condenser pipe is dripping some kind of clear liquid out into a little sort of receive pipe. Search the room. Taking 20? Yeah. Grabbing paperwork and stuff. There are a couple of bottles in there that look like the bottles that this potion was in, that you drank in Ilthane's cave. They're empty. They look like they've been unused. There are a couple of other bottles that look like they're more utilitarian. They've got something in them. And the desk has got some papers that... (laughs) A lot of the writing on these papers is in the weird script that you found in the shaftway that ran down from under the plague house down into the crypt of the Ebon Triad. Do you remember that weird writing? No. (laughs) Classic. When you descended under the plague house, you made your way along a little kind of service corridor. Yeah. And then there was a brick-lined shaft, and that brick-lined shaft was covered in writings that had been scrawled and etched into the brickwork. Weird language that you weren't familiar with, but you did a little bit of um, rummaging in your memories. And I think it was Parker that thought that it was some kind of script that was related to some awful race of undead demonic eldritch beings called the Avolarchia. Does any of that ring even the slightest tiny bell, like a bell you put on a Christmas tree? No? Okay. Mm, so awesome. Well, it's that script. There's other stuff that's in deep speech and draconicness and stuff that's in common. Somebody's going to need to do a bit of scorekeeping here. We're going to call them research points. Grabbing stuff off that desk, grabbing a couple of bottles from this room, is enough for you to award yourselves with one research point. I'll make a note too. Mm -hmm. Okay. How many do you need?
3: (laughs) Two authority points and one research point.
0: Right. We can call them lifeline points if you prefer, or, um, you know. Scaly points. (laughs) Scaly
3: points. (laughs) Oh, well, we've got what we came for. Let's Let's
0: go back. Go back to Marcus, and... That's a very good point. Somebody give me an Arcana check. A straight intelligence check. Uh, kind Arcana.
3: of the same to me. Purple gets a thirty. Uh,
2: uh, a thirty? Yeah, Purple uh, gets a 13. Sessions gets an 11. 14.
0: Uh, you know, they're all right. Numbers? Mm-hmm. We know everything, yep. Those scores are high enough for you to know certainly that you don't feel you have everything yet.
3: No. Okay... We go... Let's go and listen at, at the door to the south.
0: Somebody give me a, a... Perception. Perception check. And who is doing Who is doing the listening? I who will do is, the listening
1: to begin with. I don't know whether... Who's got... Okay. Uh, what perception?
0: I don't know. Who's got hit?
3: Well, I will try and uh, <laughs> Listen. Oh, I'm Burple's got a hit what, what I've got a hit what, what. Yeah, 23. He's What's got a hit what Burple's got a much
1: better perception than I have. has got hit mo- what, what, what. That's probably yeah. why. That's my hit what Why Why not?
0: Burple, with your hit what <laughs> Burple, you hit what, what? <laughs> Yeah. First of all, you can hear... Uh, I mean, I've got a lot... There's a lot to unpick here. It's a uh, soundscape. What you've got is the following different sounds are all... Um, up dip. <laughs> up, you it. can hear the sound of bubbling. Like a retort. Sloopy, gloopy bubbling. Yeah, or mud or something. Yeah. Right, right. You can also hear a sort of gaseous, billowing hiss. Yeah. You can also hear a kind of sort right. of zoing, zoing, so electric arc spark kind of mad scientist laboratory noise. And you can also hear a kind of awful eldritch wailing and gibbering. Right. That's, that's what you can. Yeah, through the door <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean if you do turn scaly you're going to be in good company that's what it sounds like
3: yes understood okay well Parker's going to go down and open the door
2: are we still invisible yeah 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 so far always have well am. you're invisible to each other yeah. yeah clearly absolutely visible to everything else
0: Parker you want to open the door yeah okay you open the door up into a corridor it runs from your left to your right so east to west you can see a door on the other side of the corridor.
2: hmm Door and... A, I can see a... I can see a, a there as well.
0: And then um, to your left, you can hear a sort of shuffling. There seems to be some sort of weird... Blip, like a mud, hot mud spring. A sound like that. It's coming off from your left. And you can hear a kind of... <clears throat> something is moving around to your left. It's either not noticed you or it's noticed you and it's not... Not worried. ...interested. <laughs> You think that the arcing electricity sound is coming from through this door opposite. That's what you can see standing back from the doorway like that. What you want to do? Parker? Um, you're in the doorway.
1: So Go up and hit it. He hasn't noticed us yet.
0: It's not reacted. You think from where you are that it looks kind of quite sort of nasty and zombie and maybe quite wormy. Right.
1: Am I still invisible? Tell me a bit more about what it's doing. I think we
2: are. I think you, I think I think you I are still invisible, yeah. I haven't cast a spell have I? Oh yes, so. true. So we could at least peer down the corridor. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. I'll
0: invisibility
3: do that. to Undead. I don't, I don't think invisibility
2: works on Undead. Does it? I think that's a Pathfinder thing. Might be. I don't think there's anything as sophisticated as that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't think there is an Invisibility to Undead spell. No. Look down the corridor. Stepping out into the corridor? Uh, yeah. Okay, straight away, let me tell you what you can see. This creature on your left seems to be tending to or something basically reality sort of stops (laughs) it's always reassuring to hear isn't it and the corridor just ends in could be a gas like a curtain of gas hanging over the end of the corridor or it could be a weirdly suspended blubberly liquid but there are bubbles coming out of it and kind of rippling about in it and it looks very like a sort of semi gaseous version of the horrible green pool of nastiness in Ilfane's lair that that thing came out of. Mm-hmm. You don't know that it's so solid that you wouldn't be able to either step, wade into it. This creature that's regarding this cloud of stuff, we're calling knee sideways. You've encountered creatures like this before in the shrine beneath the scenery, beneath the arena. It looks like it's a very much of the same composition. Like a hinge head thing. Yeah, but well, every now and again you encounter one of these things that can open their heads with a hinge head. But most of them aren't like that. You can't really tell, Parker, without inspecting it a bit more closely whether or not that's a risk. But it's certainly a thinly clad skeleton of zombified, putrefying flesh and the occasional worm issues from an orifice, like an ear or out of a junction between a ribs or something like that. So uh, there's three of you the original Oh, Paul has uh, rejoined us. Hello,
2: Paul. Oh, I've never went away. I've just been listening.
0: Lurking. Paul has been away having more of himself removed, dear readers. Yeah, I
2: found that my uh, little plastic box was far too big. I needed to... Well, that is... I'm downsizing. (laughs) That's
0: more information than we needed. Yeah. Much more information than we needed. Thank you. You can see, Parker, to your right. You're looking into a a more open space. Uh You can hear bubbliness off to the right as this space opens up to your right there's another one we're calling the one on your right no (laughs) it's another one of these shuffly things and it is in the process of shuffling towards you but again you don't get the sense that it knows about you Mm. it just seems to be randomly shuffling in your direction past it you can see a chamber at the far end there's some kind of dresser with all sorts of bits and bobs on it from your angle you can just make out perhaps in one corner there's shelving with books and papers and all sorts but a lot of stuff is just strewn over the floor in kind of random chaotic pattern you can also see that there are more of these little kind of implements these little apparati that seem to be sort of stills or something that seem to be either pulling something out of the air and distilling it down into a liquid or bubbling up some kind of source liquid and turning it into something else one right next to you and you can see another one just on your left as you look into this chamber let's pick up with burple and sessions what would you like to do so these things haven't looked at parker at all they haven't paid him any mind well yes okay so if you step up behind him you can also see everything that i've just Uh described for parker and they are not paying any attention to you either
3: and there's a door opposite
0: yes that's where the arcing electricity sound seems to be coming from Mm. (sighs) don't
3: like it I'm going to move out into the corridor Mm -hmm. and move up to the door. Okay, give me a stealth check. Do I get plus 10
0: for being invisible? Hey, 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 hey. Do I? Hey, hey. Do you get... Is it you get advantage and I get disadvantage or... We better work that out because you are just the two. We better work out what the answer to that question is. Paul, that's the sort of thing you would know.
2: Um,
3: no. It's the sort Uh, of thing Graham would know.
2: No, you can. Uh, the advantage on the stealth check is you need to have things to have an advantage the on the stealth check. Things, so I had yes. advantage <laughs> on on a the stealth check. You need because to have I'm things. A, yeah. Mary, oh, yes, no, I had, to, I had. things. things basically, you know, if you ever have things any things. questions,
3: you just need to ask Paul.
2: Yeah. Uh, he knows. <laughs> he knows all the answers. So I had elves Elven boots, which gave me advantage on stealth checks. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
3: that's the DM's guide. I didn't want the DM's guide. Okay. Oh,
2: I so think what it basically it's just you a question of an
0: invisible creature is impossible to. You got it. Yeah. What's that? Basically. Anything that relies upon sight, without the aid of a special sense, the purpose of hiding the creature is heavily obscured, so I have no opportunity to see you if it's based upon sight. But were you to make a noise, were you to have a distinct scent, I could make a perception check, opposed by your stealth check, which is not made at advantage, Uh but I think I would be making my perception check at disadvantage, okay? because I haven't got sight to back up my senses. Should I smell something or hear something? Well, I've got six on my stealth check. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Use your augt dice. No. Okay, let's make a couple of rolls behind the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't think I need to roll anymore. Neither of them react to you. That door to the south. You're absolutely certain, Purple, that the arcing electricity sound is coming through that door. Also, give me a perception check. Perception check. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Getting a fifteen. Okay. The sound of human distress. As opposed to eldritch wailing. Yeah. That's also coming through this door. You've got probably one, you think, maybe male voice. Human something. I mean, you know, whatever. And one female voice. What, screaming or talking? Well, they're both in a state of misery. Every now and again, there's a scream of genuine anguish. You can kind of hear snuffling and weeping and misery from these voices. Okay. The other thing, though, (laughs) purple that you can hear through this door... Is the sound of small, jingly bells. Um, does that seem familiar at all? Not particularly, no. Bit odd. There we go.
2: It's not the Christmas edition already, is it?
0: All the way? Not no, all the way? too early for no. Christmas. Okay. How tall is this corridor?
2: It. Why has Sessions got a spanner and a weird thing? <laughs> don't know. Spanner Did to remind me that I'm flying, and a weird thing to remind me that I'm invisible. Obviously, spanner is the universal uh, sign yeah. of flying. I thought it looked a little bit like a... Um, Room. Well, <laughs> long time since That's you do in any house, great, yeah. Fly up above. <laughs> I'm moving up the door. I want to see how tall that corridor is. The corridor is twelve feet. I'm going to fly up above. Um, this broom's not picking much up. <laughs> Parker,
0: <laughs> little hobbity sessions is flying up near the ceiling above Parker. Yeah. Great, great.
1: Well, of course, the problem is if we open this door, even if we're invisible, we're still going to alert them to our presence.
0: I have felt your presence. I think I should give... I'm just looking at the angle here. I wonder whether or not I should give... Burple a bit of you. Burple a bit more information about what you can see.
2: Information.
0: Information. Information. I think I can give you a bit more information, Burble, because your angle has opened up a little bit. As he actually said to the bishop. You can see a little (laughs) bit more of that chamber from where you are standing. You can see that there is a large set of double doors in the north wall of this larger chamber that you are looking west into. It's all opening up to your west. No jaw the zombie is shuffling towards you. And you can also see that there seems to be more of this billowing, green, acrid, deliquescent, gaseous, liquid goop. F- Float
2: me, plane of goop.
3: Excellent. What are we going to do, oh, chaps? It's all right, I'm immune to goop.
0: does feel weird, Sessions. You don't feel like you're in, you're Kansas. in Kansas anymore. Yeah. That's quite an astute observation. Yeah, there is a sort of odd sense of dislocation or something going on here. I'm going to... You see... You see this pot
3: here, just beyond that zombie. Yeah. What? What? Um. And what's what? What are these things? That's a sort of some kind of bubbling kind of thing, is it?
0: It looks like part of one of these weird apparatus. That all right? Is it apparatuses or apparatus or apparatuses? Apparatus. Doesn't matter. Whatever it is. Is it? Sl- I think apparatus stain. is
3: the plural of apparatus, isn't
0: it? I'm going to basically
3: know. do a minor illusion of a voice coming from this pot. <laughs> <laughs> Help. Okay tiny voice. <laughs> Help! Help me out! Okay. Uh, doesn't that make you go visible? Oh Well, it's a cantrip, does it? I think I can do I cantrip. It's spell. Is it spell? Okay, then I'm not doing that.
0: Okay. Well, that does have an interesting question. Does the spell enter a target that attacks or cast yeah. a spell? I don't think you can get away with a cantrip. Okay. A cantrip is a spell. Sorry. It is a spell.
3: Yes. Oh. Okay. I'm just looking through any of right, my... Right, I like that abilities. idea as well. Yeah,
0: I quite like that until it fell flat on its face. It mm. did. Cricket's been good. Yeah, very exciting.
3: What a terrific, what a terrific test match. I haven't seen it today, so don't. So oh, well, I won't tell don't you. do spoil it. I won't. No, well, no, that's all I can do. So I'm just going to sort of um,
0: loiter, Parker. Loiter, yeah. Um, I'm trying to keep a track of time here, and we just started a new round, as it were. We started with purple. What do you want to do?
1: I will move up. A little bit further on down the corridor than purple, so that I'm not right in the next adjacent square to the other creature. Yes. But that I can see all the way down. And I will do that. So that you can pretty much see stealthily everything. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Mm. You can Mm -hmm. see an area of billowing weirdness. It's running floor to ceiling, directly to your right, towards the northern wall. It seems to be more of a sort of pool bubbling out and then spreading. Exactly where you're standing, as the room first opens up, there is a floor to ceiling cloud of this stuff. that it seems to be issuing out of a vent, an area of broken ground with this stuff bubbling up through it, that yeah. runs up to the north wall of this chamber that you can now see all of. Yeah, and I've just That's kind of all I, I can tell you
1: now on the far wall to the yep. west. Is that a contraption or a device
2: or is it that?
0: It's like door? a cabinet with bits and stuff on it. Looks quite
2: interesting if you're looking for stuff. Looks like it's got a light shining down on it to are like always fits looking way you're stuff. going. But that's why we're here, isn't it? To find information. Yes.
1: Can I... Information. Stealthily.
2: Information.
1: If I'm moving stealthily, is it mm-hmm. half speed or something? Mm-hmm. I will basically move all the way down the corridor towards this dresser contraption while trying to stealthily move past the... Got it. Well, give me a stealth check. Mm, Okay. Stealth check coming up.
0: Oh, 20. No jaw does not pay you any mind as you zoom past. You can see the bit of the chamber Mm. that you've hitherto not been able to see. There's an apparatus in that corner it's like a larger version of the apparatuses you've seen so far and then there is a wall to the south there are two doors you can hear shuffling heavy movement through those doors Mm -hmm. can you give me a perception check though as well yes not so good 11. yeah that's enough from the north it's difficult for you to pinpoint from that direction a sound that I think I mentioned when you first came... Well, I know I mentioned when you first came through. A sort of constant tone. Very high tone. That sound, as you walk out into this larger area, it's coming from your north. And it sounds, now that you're closer, you presume to the source of it, weirdly like a sustained, high-pitched, sung note. Mm-hmm. And nothing feels good about that at all, Parker. A machine
1: that's doing something. Generating no, this noise? a voice,
0: a
3: harping, a voice. Uh, uh, We've had something like this before. Shit. Obviously, I can never remember.
0: Nothing feels good about that, Parker. Sessions, you've got another opportunity to do something. I'm just going to move no jaw and knee sideways around a bit. It's like a video game, guys. Knee sideways. Starts working its way, its way back towards the main chamber. No jaw keeps working its way back towards where you started so they're going to cross pretty soon right uh, sessions above all of this looking down
2: uh, right yeah it's all a bit terrifying so i think um i'm going to i'm going to fly up to that interesting looking cabinet
0: all the way up into the big main chamber off to all your way, and i'll
2: have a little look at that skirting along the top of the ceiling
0: yes parker can you give me a constitution save at advantage <laughs> please uh, let me just find my tracker that would
1: be a 20 okay is that enough
0: yeah 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 that's all I needed to know 21 21 just let's make a of that okay let's start with purple again what do you want to do unless you want I mean in any order but just one one action each one thing each yeah I want to go
3: into the room check these shelves down here
0: Okay, so you're going to move up into that main chamber. Can you give me a perception check? 12. Fine. And then what, you're using your action to be searching? Yes. Okay. Sessions, are you using your action to search? Yeah, why not? Parker, what are you going to do while these two guys are searching the gubbins in the corner? What shall I do? That.
1: I'll search the, the, the apparatus in the lower right corner.
0: Okay, so let, give me so some investigation research. checks, please. Everybody give me an investigation check. 12. Burple, your investigation check because you rifle through this stuff. I get ooh, 27. That's very good. And Parker? Uh,
1: 13.
0: No, nothing with that. But Burple, you have struck it lucky. Yep. You can add to your it's tally another, another skill research point. Cool. In the gubbins in that cabinet, yeah. you find some more material. Again, written in this weird cross between Arcane, Eldritch, and avalarchia script. Okay. More note. They seem to match up or have some kind of through line with the other notes you found in the other chamber. You feel that you've added to your net stock of lore. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: Wonder how many lore points we need to accumulate. Mm,
1: at least three, I would say.
2: At least three in total, or three more. Mm.
1: Well, I think
3: that we could keep going until we get into trouble, and then all back to the mirror yes. and out. Yeah,
1: so I'm assuming the plan. more points we get, the more pluses Eligos or whoever will get on there. I would rolls. guess. Yeah.
3: Yes, yeah, it's probably not fixed, is it? It's probably a sliding scale of some sort.
1: As soon as we open one of these doors or we create a commotion, then of course suddenly we're in a situation where there's a whole bunch of creatures.
3: Yeah, that'd be quite a fun combat. So where was the screaming coming from? Was that behind the double doors? Mm. The, high-pitched yes, the high pitched screaming Yes, the high pitched from the what doors. What do we know about these things to the south? Uh, that was shuffling. Shuffling. Maybe they're sort of experiments. Maybe we should start opening some doors, still invisible.
0: It's like a video game, this. Yeah. Let's go around again in any order. Da-da-da-da-da. Baby, turn back.
3: the hands of
0: time. time. Can I just have a reminder? right? We've got these two doors down here to the south of the main chamber. You've got into this larger chamber that the corridor leads into. Readers, it's landscape, this chamber. And it's about 60 feet long by about, ooh, I would say, 35, 40 feet high. If you're looking at it as a map from above the northern wall of it, there's a large set of double doors. The southern wall, there are two single doors.
3: The two single doors had shuffling coming from behind them. And the one to the north had a weird
0: kind of keening note. Parker has perceived this right? and through the power of the Metagamatron, so have you, (laughs) but your your perception check was a three. So, okie dokie, who wants
3: to go first? I'm going to try the leftmost door to the south.
0: Does it feel locked? It's got a turny latch handle. Uh, Are you going to turn that latch and push it or pull it? it. Yeah. It opens towards you. Okay. Open it. You can open it by a centimetre. No, I'm going to... I mean... You're going to pull it open? Yeah. Well, there is a chamber. It looks like a jackpot chamber in terms of alchemical stuff. Yeah. It's got a thing in the middle with benches around it and some kind of Gizmo, it's got tables and desks with notes, it's got barrels, it's got plungers, it's got pestles and mortars, it's got flasks, it's got the fucking works. Everything. The other thing it's got that whips its head round as the door opens, apparently for no reason, is another one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> We're calling it pelvic chaos. <laughs> pelvic
2: <laughs> to represent its
0: <laughs> particular form of problems. And uh, past it, you can see another We're going to call Skull Wonky. (laughs) Skull Wonky. Um, Skull Wonky. Basically, the skull is over on its side (laughs) and then attached to the top of the vertebrae. Let's not think about what's going on with pelvic chaos. (laughs) It's it's beyond imagination. Parker, what do you want to do? Burples open this door. Pelvic chaos has sort of... Head has gone... (laughs) Spun round with the door opening for no reason. And it looks wary it looks suspicious to the extent that you can determine that kind of thing. Mm.
1: Kill them. Parker. Kill them all. I think, first of all, I will just stand very still till it sort of thinks, "Oh, okay, that was just a gust of wind or something."
0: So you're holding in place, and
2: sessions. Do you want to do anything? Burp opens this door. Um, I will also stay quiet and where I am for the time being. Pelvic Chaos starts shuffling out through the door
0: into the main chamber. sat right next to you, Burple. Starts sniffing the air. Rolling an 18. Rolling a 19. Its head whips round and looks straight at you, Burple, and it starts kind of leaning <laughs> into where you're standing, going... <laughs> and sort of scratching around with its horrible skeletal hands as horrible drippy worms issue from its eye sockets, and sort of hisses as well (laughs) and skull wonky opens this door steps out into the main chamber starts sniffing as well also at disadvantage getting uh, okay not enough it doesn't pick anything up but it's clearly been agitated it's getting a kind of pack mentality thing going on with pelvic chaos and over here, no jaw and knee sideways start shuffling their way into the main chamber, summoned by their pelvically chaotic master. Sorry, that was really silly. Got um, a bit carried there. Another thing happens as well. This is not so good. The double doors to the north open they swing open into the room and what you can see through them oh dear it's a chamber there seem to be some kind of (laughs) markings on the floor (laughs) something's going on with a pot of what looks like magma or molten fluid in it surrounded by little candles that are all going they just look it looks deeply ritualistic and odd but much more concerning is the creature that glides from the chamber and out towards you it is small initially you think it might be like a zombie halfling or a zombie gnome or something like that you realize no it's a child Uh, it's a child uh, wearing a chorister's a weird kind of corrupted awful twisted version of a choir boy's garb robes and a little ruff but the head of this thing is almost completely decomposed. The skin is hanging off the skull. There's a little tiny remnant of where there once was hair, almost like one of those people that just cannot concede that they're balding and they grow the tiny bit they've got left as long as possible. <laughs> Glides, floats out into the room. And as it does so, Parker and Burple, the sound that it's making, it's holding an awful eldritch choir boy note that seems to speak to the very insides of you. Oh, dear. you can feel <laughs> something inside you start to respond <laughs> to the sound. It raises oh. a finger at burp Oh it no. It goes and we will find out. Oh god. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what this <laughs> thing is. That's a very evil lot. Mike is very <laughs> is pleased with <laughs> this section. You can tell. What is about to happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to join the horrible choir of tiny boys <laughs> when we pick oh. things up? <laughs>
2: Run away! Oh, deep shit. Deep oh, poop. And then there was deepest of poop. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, Necromican spell? The Thorgman's organ summoning. Both yeah. organ request? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do I ever remember it right? <laughs>
0: Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright by Zo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening!